0: Space, time, reality. These are all concepts boldly influenced by the powers that were, the powers that are, and the powers that will be. All of these notions, however, are as fluid as water, cascading through the vast universe, or perhaps many universes. This anthology series flows between them like a boat on a wandering river to either paradise or peril, to which, though, is in the eye of the beholder. Welcome to Dark Charm Presents.
1: Lawrence James McAvoy, known in the West Texas Territory as LJ, was a gunslinger, a mercenary, and while he tried his best to be a good man, in between the things he was paid to do, he never felt that he actually was. Life was a complex matter in West Texas. Living to his ripe old age of 40 was, for a gunslinger, an amazing accomplishment. This would be his last job before he returned home to Virginia to live out his days in the backwoods with a house that he was designing in his head. As he rode into the town of Dibney, he noticed that it was exceptionally quiet this late on a Saturday afternoon. He didn't mind. It was just another day for him. The sheriff was doing stuff that had piqued the interest of several of the members of the state senate above him. Apparently, should the lowly sheriff talk, their names would be spilled alongside his guts when this whole thing got to the newspapers. Without a doubt, the ones above him hired L.J. McAvoy to neutralize the volatile situation. Dibney was a quiet town, being so close to Mexico. He wondered aloud if there was a holiday that he had missed. He knew church was early Sunday morning, but that never bothered anyone to clear out this early. As he was pondering, a shot rang out, echoing into the hills. LJ's eyes widened as he was hit in the middle of his torso, the bullet tearing through him and going out the back. He could feel the blood trickling down the small of his back. Climactically, he fell off of his horse and landed on the dusty ground with a sharp and heavy thud, knocking what little breath was left out of his punctured lungs. With every single ounce of strength he had left, McAvoy pulled himself to the nearest water barrel to hide, as another bullet came screaming from out of nowhere, just missing his knees, kicking up a plume of dust, dirt, and rocks. With a hand over his pumping wound and a torrent of blood coming from his mouth, LJ pulled out his Colt 45 to try and defend himself, but the world in his eyes was growing darker and darker. He laughed to himself as another bullet hit the dirt beside him. He finally realized what was going on. This was an assassination, and he fell right into it.
0: I didn't think it'd be this cold. That's interesting.
1: LJ propped himself up against a rain barrel, the water inside sloshing with his weight falling against it. He took one last deep breath as the world spiraled down to a pinhole.
0: This... This ain't fair.
1: Blackness enfolded him. Curiously, Lawrence James McAvoy moments later stood next to his own body. The world had lost its color and time seemed to stand still as he leaned his head over to see the plume of earth hanging still in the air. What? Footsteps behind him caused him to spin around, hand reaching for his firearm that was no longer in the holster as a darkened voice spoke.
2: Well, you said it wasn't fair. As an entity of the world, I can't allow you to die like that.
1: Unfortunately, there must uh, be balance. LJ, leery of the being standing before him, was skeptical and stood straight.
0: How do you reckon that?
1: The man addressing the dead or dying cowboy stepped out of the shadows, dressed head to toe in black, a pale face with a prominent mustache and ice blue eyes smiling warmly.
2: Why, we play a game, Mr. McAvoy. And the gets what they want. If I win, you and I venture into the great beyond. If you win, you get to stay and avenge yourself uh, however you see fit, yeah?
1: McAvoy approached the other man and adjusted his hat, eyeing him up and down. You you look like a
0: friend of my paws. Right, fella, that was always good to my family.
1: You're the Grim Reaper, ain't you? The man in black bowed at the waist and took off his hat, bringing down a length of gray and black hair tumbling from underneath.
2: Ah, I am indeed, yes, however you may call me a Todd.
1: LJ paused for a moment, letting the gaunt man wash over his now keener senses.
2: Todd, huh?
0: Well, it's very nice to meet you, sir. I believe you already know my name, but
1: allow me to introduce myself. Todd put his hat back on his head and nodded.
2: Of course, please do. I want you to feel as comfortable as possible, all things considered. Well, thank you. you. My My name is
0: Lawrence James McAvoy, born Born in in Fredericksburg, Virginia, to Molly and James McAvoy. I'm a gunslinger for hire, hire, seeker of justice, and bounty hunters hunters in New Mexico and Arizona
1: Arizona Territories. Pleased to meet meet you, Todd. Todd. He reached out, and Todd shook his hand in a welcoming return. LJ was surprised.
0: Huh, you're, you're warm, warm, sir. sir,
2: sir, sir. <laughs> yes, as uh, the familiar song of the cold hand of death are all but a myth. I have found in my travels that souls do not respond well to cold, so I try to be comforting and uh, warm as I can. It's the familiar presence.
1: So, so kind, sir. Sir, sir. What game, what game do, do we, do we play? play? Todd sunk one hand into a pocket and gestured with the other.
2: You get to pick, sir, as it's your life.
0: You know, there's a German fella and his wife used to come visit my pa's farm. They taught me how to play chess. I think I'd prefer that to any game that's been concocted in the past few years. Would you mind obliging?
1: Todd nodded and pulled a barrel away from the wall and fetched two seats from nearby porches, setting them on opposite sides for them to sit on, and invited McAvoy to join him. As they began to take their places, Todd waved his arm over the top of the barrel between them, and an ornate chess set appeared, ready to play. The pieces were an homage to the people that LJ had killed in his lifetime. In a way, it unnerved him, but now he realized that his own choices were keeping him in the game. The first piece was moved, LJ taking black, as it was always his preference when he played.
2: And what was that German man's name, if I may ask?
1: He studied the board and said, absent mindedly. His
0: name was Er Stefan Lande, and his wife was Aves Lande.
2: Your parents were farmers, I take it?
0: They were. Cattle herders, sheep farm, and a dairy when we could manage.
2: Hmm, that's very really impressive. No wonder you had such a diverse clientele, eh? Huh?
0: My pa and my ma never minded nobody, as long as they showed some proper respect. did not matter what your skin color was, or what accent you spoke with.
2: That's a very honorable stance to take, yeah?
0: It's the, uh, good person stance to take.
2: Huh, how strange. What's that? Uh, usually people invoke uh, god when speaking of treating people kindly.
0: Uh, I don't bother with any of that. With God? Any of that. I leave the existence of God, gods, or anything like that to folks much smarter than
2: me. Well, you seem very, really smart to me. Oh,
0: thank you. But I'm a simple man.
2: Meat and potatoes, as it were. <laughs> ah, yeah, the ingredients of life, yes. <laughs> Some would say so. Knowing who or what I am, could that bother you? You're bound to find out
1: sooner or later. LJ remained silent. Todd continued. So,
2: how did you come to do the work you do? Or to farmers, that is.
0: You ever seen someone shoot a tin can off a fence at 50 paces?
2: I cannot say that I have. At least not from a vantage point you're referring to.
0: Well, I can. can. Pa said I was natural at it, so I reckon the best thing for me was to follow that skill into the trades that needed it
2: bounty hunting
0: and the like, yeah. Yes, sir. Used to be a bison hunter for the railroad, but didn't much care for killing the Indians that stayed on that land. Wasn't something I was able to square myself with. I wouldn't say I didn't take a few of their lives, but I did try to make amends on my way back to civilization.
2: It's important to life to harbor as much goodwill as one can, muster. No, don't you think?
0: Well, as noble as I like to think my intentions were. I still left that place with a scar or two. I couldn't blame him, seeing what I'd seen.
2: Um, you're a very strange man, Lawrence James McAvoy. You are concerned with going to heaven or hell? Or maybe you'd be happy to spend eternity in limbo or purgatory?
1: LJ furrowed his brow and thought, not sure if Todd was trying to make reservations for him.
0: Well, I'm not
1: concerned either way
0: and I ain't too sure what purgatory really is, so I don't think it matters too much.
2: Mm, I see, and I must comment that it is a very interesting way of thinking, Mr. McAvoy.
0: Well, my friends call me Jimmy. Seeing as you're gonna be the last or the first face I see regarding life, I reckon you can call me that too.
2: Thank you very much, Jimmy. It is an honor to know you on such a level. I must also say you are very, very good at this game.
0: <laughs> Many a summer were spent with Herr Landa and his wife, and I'd like to think I learned a thing or two.
2: I'll be sure to pass that information on when I speak to Herr Landa.
0: You know, right, 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 Death, for a moment, I'd almost forgotten what was happening.
2: Yeah, yeah familiarity is sometimes a distraction, that's fine. However, I will ask that on. I'm sure they'd love to hear
1: the news. Who knows? Maybe you'll see them yourself, eh? This unnerved him slightly. He didn't know if he was going to win this game, but now in the back of his mind, his thoughts drifted to what would happen if he did lose. As far as news goes, I do believe this would be the most interesting thing
0: that happens to me.
2: I'd hope either way this was a pleasant experience, and that you are at ease with what happens next.
0: Well, Todd, I can say that I am. And this has been above and beyond pleasant, and thank you for your kindness.
2: Well, I thank you for the opportunity to share your life with you. However, I do believe that is the end of the game.
1: LJ looked at the game board, scratching his head and laughing.
0: (laughs) Well, I'll be damned. That is funny. You've been listening to Dark Charm Presents, episode 402 Boot Hill. Written by Miguel Pedroza and Christopher Hangel. Produced and edited by Miguel Pedroza. Executive Producer, Danny Atwell. In the cast you heard, Dan Mack McCloskey as the gatekeeper, Miguel Pedroza as Todd, and Chris Hangel as LJ. Special effects by Zapsplat and YouTube. Dark Char presents as a production of Dark Char Media, copyright 2024, all rights reserved.